Have an attitude of gratitude. Be thankful. Grateful for what you have. Give thanks, y'all. Do it. Now. I'm just kidding. But what <laughs> happens when uh, what happens when giving thanks is overshadowed by drama, by trauma in your family, or by history and events in the past? We're going to answer that question. Or was that multiple questions? There's a bunch of questions. But it's like gonna, one question. We're going to answer that group of questions. The groupings. Uh, in today's episode, all about Thanksgiving. Yep. You're listening to the Nick Smith Podcast. Real life, no myth. Where we talk about myths and misunderstandings. Surrounding life, race, faith, and culture. If you'd like to support the Nick Smith Podcast, rate us on iTunes. Or you can give through our Patreon. And don't forget to share this on social media so that all of your friends can know what you're listening to. Hey, we are your hosts, Nick Smith. And Kylie Jo Smith. And today's episode is all about Thanksgiving. I mean, Thanksgiving's awesome. TGIF. Thanks. It- TGIF. What does that have to do with Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving's Thanks- on a Thursday. Thanksgiving is fun. TG, <laughs> come on. Thanksgiving is food. It's, it's never Thanks- meant Thanks- that. It's <laughs> never meant that. It means that now. That's so you, we're, we're reclaiming you it. You can't roll mean, up on Thanksgiving Day and be like, TGIF, everybody. They'll yes be like. You can. That's TG. Thanksgiving IF is fun. No. I'm sorry. Uh, anyway, <laughs> you're not right, allowed to well, say that on Thanksgiving. I'm definitely saying it now. now on today. On, I'd be remiss if I didn't say it. Um, <laughs> okay, so first off, what's up, Inner Circle? How y'all doing? Thank you for hey. putting up with goofiness. Um, that's kind of how... It is Friday today. When we're recording, but that's not when they're going to get I it. Thought that's, I was like, I'm confused. the video's released they're not on gonna, Monday. They're going to be so confused. TGIM. No. Thanksgiving is... Mm. Is major. <laughs> it's, it's magnificent. It's mine. <laughs> Mm, I love it. Okay, <laughs> let's let's get into this. Okay. So, what is your favorite Thanksgiving tradition? Uh, food mostly. The one. Gotcha. So, that's gotcha. the only thing I remember us ever doing on Thanksgiving. Like it's growing fooding. up, it was, it was fooding. Is um, mom and grandma would spend all day in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. That was it. I mean, sometimes like there was a couple holidays where we went to one of my uncle's houses. Uh, but we didn't do anything but eat. I mean, that was it. Yeah. It was like eat the food. A pumpkin pie was always served. Pumpkin, I think it's husband pronounced. Honestly, pumpkin. Um, I I actually liked pumpkin pie as a kid. Gross. Oh, I can't believe I just ashamed of you. It's out there now. I'm everyone, ashamed everyone of you. Everyone knows. But I always covered it in lots of whipped cream. Now I cannot stand it. I'm like, you know, when I started liking pumpkin pie. I don't. I still don't like pumpkin pie, but the only way I eat it is at Dairy Queen in the pumpkin uh, pumpkin pie blizzard. That's no. the only, and I don't know why. I was working at Dairy Queen. It has nothing to do with our episode, by the way. <laughs> but I was working at DQ, and the flavor came out that year, and I was like, "Ah, it's free. Let me try it." You know, what I mean, I work here. Let me see what I'm talking about. Mm-mm. And I ate. I was like, "This is actually not bad." See, I don't. I definitely don't like that. I've had that before. I don't like that. It either. goes hard. I think I may have had that, and then I decided I didn't like it anymore. <laughs> I don't know. I still don't <laughs> eat pumpkin pie itself, but those I'll have me a DQ pumpkin pie blizzard anyway. No, thank you. Um, my favorite thing about, or my favorite family tradition about Thanksgiving is we normally cooked all night, and then in the morning mm. we started Thanksgiving bright and early. As soon as you got yeah. up, have you a fresh plate of turkey and ham and chicken and greens and mm. mashed potatoes and all the fixings. Yeah. Every, mm. All of it. Mm. Stop. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I was just thinking about food. <laughs> um, but here's the thing. There's a lot of cool, awesome things about Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. But there's also some awkward things about Thanksgiving. Yeah, so as a kid, I remember, and like I said, we, we would visit every now and then or every for, for several years, I remember going to one of my uncles, 
<clears throat> houses. But I remember at a certain point as like a teenager becoming really aware of the tension mm-hmm. in my family about like where we were going to spend Thanksgiving. Yeah. Who was going to cook the majority of it. Um, or even what kind of food was going to be served. Like, like some people, and this happens when you blend families, like when you have people getting married mm-hmm. and in-laws and all that stuff. Especially you have, when you have multi-ethnic <clears throat> uh, interracial marriages. Yes. And, yeah. and you have like, well, maybe aunt so-and-so, she's always made mac and cheese, but so does grandma. Yeah. So then, I mean, I think the way it's supposed to go is the older person, the person who's been making it the longest, should get to make seniority, that dish. right? Have seniority. But it doesn't always work that way. And like, I remember there was a couple times where something was served. There was like two versions of it. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't one of those things where it was on purpose. Oh, aghast. <clears throat> and like, well, they made this, but they also made this. And it, just little things like that. As a kid, I'd be like, why? Why is aunt so-and-so not talking to right? <laughs> uncle so-and-so? I don't, and they're in the same room. Um, and we didn't, I didn't have a lot of cousins growing up. I had one cousin that was um, born like when I was like 13 years old, I think. Mm-hmm. And um, so we didn't have like a bunch of cousins running around and like we could play. It was like, I was very aware of some of those things because I could, I was like, oh wait. You were all what? in grown folks business. She just like, glared at him Ooh. and they rolled their eyes and they're going in the kitchen to talk about something. Like all of those things made some of the holidays really awkward, especially yeah. Thanksgiving. See, I, I don't share a lot of family stories because my family, here's the thing. If you grew up in a family that had a lot of trauma and you didn't realize it because it was just normalized. When you start to tell your family stories and everyone looks at you like, <laughs> what? That happened to you? That should like, have happened to you. And I'm sitting there laughing like, oh, yeah. <laughs> that was the third time they got stabbed. And everyone's like, wait, what? That, Nick, do you need help? And I'm like, that didn't happen to everybody? That wasn't, it wasn't y'all family? No stabbings so, ever happened <laughs> at my house. I can't say the same. So in my family, there were, uh, it would go beyond um, drama and it would, mm. it would, walk into trauma sometimes like Mm. some holidays were great okay my favorite thanksgiving memory and this is traumatic y'all so just hang with me okay we'll put a warning in there um my mom was on the run from the police like this is just what it was she had to turn herself in but she didn't want to do it before thanksgiving so we couldn't have thanksgiving at the house because the police were watching the house i'm not making this up i promise and so um we actually went and had thanksgiving at a motel behind a strip club true story Family was bringing um, roasting pans, electric skillets. We cooked Thanksgiving <laughs> in the motel room out of a motel. Um, wow. And it was just like a little one room motel. Like it wasn't like we had a suite. I don't even know. Did if you motels cook the had... turkey in there? No, somebody cooked the turkey. Oh, okay. A family member cooked it and brought it to brought the motel. It. Okay. But we had all the sides. We hooked up there. Wow. Um, and so I remember as a kid, I was like, didn't see anything wrong with it. I was like, this is awesome. I mean, yeah. Going to the ho- like a hotel or motel as a kid was like, oh, cool. Yeah, they going had somewhere. cable, they had air conditioning. Like yeah. it was, and I grew up in the desert. So, so we were uh, Bakersfield, California. We were behind the Deja Vu. I don't even know if that still exists. <laughs> That's the name of the, <laughs> at the Tower Motel is where we were. Okay. And um, yeah, we had Thanksgiving there. Mm. But looking back, like I now have to reconcile as an adult, like mm. there was a lot of bad that was happening yeah. around me. Mm-hmm. Yet I have to salvage the good. Yeah. Like, yeah, that was terrible. The the way that that all had happened. Mm-hmm. There were fights and there was all sorts of bad stuff happening around me. But there was also really good moments. Yeah. And, and I think. And didn't like, and your mom eventually did have to go to jail. For that. Yeah. Like she, yep. she went like, and turned herself in. Even like, I after think the next all week. of that, it was like, but what she was 
willing to do because that is how important that holiday was to her. Yeah, it's like, my mom's favorite holiday. Like she's like, I'm not missing this with my like I'm not giving this up with my family. Yeah. And so it's I hear you. Like on one hand, it's like, wow, this is like not a good situation. But at the same time, like the heart behind it. Yeah. Like, can you look at a a mother and a woman in that position and say, like, I wouldn't do the same thing. I wouldn't, yeah. I would, I would sacrifice that for my kids and have their memory of Thanksgiving be completely different yeah. like that. I, I, as opposed un- to, I remember the year my mom was in jail for Thanksgiving. Right. As I mean, it's like, a whole different it's like, memory. Well, yeah, my mom, she, we couldn't be at home because the police were looking for her, but she hooked it up. She, she still, we had food. Mama made miracles every Thanksgiving. That's, <laughs> that's, you know, got to quote Pac, but um, <laughs> like there's, this happens a lot in families. And so if mm-hmm. you're hearing my story and it's like, that's normal for me. Um, just know, like you're not alone. There's a lot of people that deal with trauma and especially around holidays. Mm-hmm. Um, it highlights the dysfunction in our families. It yeah. highlights the dysfunction in our own lives mm-hmm. when we're looking at Hallmark and we're watching Disney channel and we're like, man, their family's so perfect. Why isn't my family like that? Or why isn't, why aren't my holidays that way? And yet we still have the inclination, especially as children, if your parents are around, or if you have any um, aunts, uncles, grandparents, like you have the inclination of like, I still want to have a relationship. I still want that unconditional love. Mm-hmm. I still want to present that. Yet I, there's all this stuff and it's so complex that I think we haven't been taught how to appreciate the diversity of like, yes, both can be true. There can be dysfunction and you can also be thankful yeah. at the same time. Yeah. You can yeah. like, there are things that can be wrong with your family mm-hmm. and there can be things that are wrong about you or with, with your situation. But that does not mean that you cannot uh, find the hope or find the, find something to be thankful for. And of course we're, we're not speaking to the, to the extent of like, you know, what, just overlook all the bad things that people do and just, you know, just, just let those people into your life. No, that's not, not what that. we're saying. Um, but there, there is some um, beauty in finding that like nuance to Thanksgiving. And really, I mean, we do it all the time in our family when it comes to like the origins of things. Oh my goodness. Like we'll y'all. look at something like, I didn't know that's how that originally started. Like, and I'm not okay with that. How do you teach some of American history to a, a, a five-year-old? I'm lo- a, I have no idea. That's why we haven't been doing history lately in our homeschool. Yeah. Because I'm like, I... The things I know mm-hmm. about these things now, because I've learned them over time. Mm-hmm. Um, on one hand, I say, I don't want to educate my, I don't want to miseducate my children. Yeah. Like Lauren Hill in her album, <laughs> Miseducation of Lauren Hill. No, but I don't, I don't want to be responsible for putting that burden on my child mm-hmm. of like, oh my gosh, I was never taught the right thing. But yeah. I also don't want to be responsible for putting the burden on them of bearing that load of yeah. like, oh my gosh, this is terrible. And like, and I'm a part of this. Like I come from this. We also we also don't want our child to be the one around the other kids being like, "Oh my gosh, did you know George Washington is not owned real. slaves?" Like yeah. our son actually I he did we that had, recently. Yes, we had to be like, "Son, I, we get it. Like it's it's truth, not the moment to have this conversation with other students." <laughs> with, like, the, with some middle schoolers, he's like, "Did you know?" I learned in history, <laughs> my mom teaches me. I learned that George Washington was a slave owner, and I was like, <laughs> "But." It, <laughs> Like, and so, yeah, that you have to figure out how do we navigate? Because the origins of Thanksgiving, I mean, what I remember from being taught mm-hmm. as a kid um, was, it's crazy because I went to an elementary school. It was not far from the Chumash Nation the, of, mm. of indigenous peoples wow. in Southern California. Yet, uh, I still heard about the first Thanksgiving, about how the pilgrims and the belt buckles on their hats and how they invited the friendly natives over. And the natives were like, hey, here's some turkey and some corn. 
And the pilgrim's like, cool, we won't kill you. And then they had dinner and then that was it. Like, and yeah. they were thankful because they broke bread together. Like, that's a story I remember growing up. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, this is awesome. Yeah. I also remember thinking, who wrote that down? Like, who was like, Come we on. should write this down. You know what? I want so every- then, we should uh, take a picture. Everyone? Someone draw a picture of us together at this table. <laughs> Make sure you got the belt buckle hats too. Those are very important. Well, I remember it being framed in a way that was like the, um, the early settlers or pilgrims at Plymouth Rock were like. We didn't land on Plymouth Rock. They didn't land Plymouth there. Rock right. landed on. Anyway, there go you ahead. Go. Um, but they were like, it was really cold and they were like worried about the, 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 the winter. The winter coming. Like they didn't know how to work the land. And suddenly. Native American people show up and they're like, don't worry, we'll save you. And at the same time, have all of our land. It's no big deal. You can farm it with us. Fair trade. We'll give you all our food and our land. Yeah, we'll teach you how to cultivate the land for yourself so that you can live here. And we'll just move on our merry little way. Yeah. And let's have a feast together. Um, and I remember doing all these little arts and crafts things. Oh, yeah. That was the best part about Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's like making little turkeys. Uh and Making little Which, by the way, it would have been wild turkeys back then if they had turkeys. Not the drink. Not the drink. Watch yourself. And wild turkey is not <laughs> tasty. Not tasty. Anyway. Yeah, neither one. Neither one. But, um, but yeah, the, the story we were given was like very picturesque mm-hmm. and very colonial. Oh, yeah. And um, a lot of it was rooted in um, trying to promote the idea of manifest destiny and like all these things that people were taught about how America was formed. Yeah. And once you get into a certain age, usually it's like high school, maybe college even where you start to learn things about that history that's like, oh, wait a second. Why was I singing songs about this? They're, exactly. Yeah. And you're like, how and how do we reconcile that? Like, yeah. how do we get to a place where we're like, it's fine. Thanksgiving, you know, whatever, turkey. But also recognize that like the, the, um, like the people, the Wampanoag people mm-hmm. who still exist today. Oh, yeah. They when they hear-, hear Thanksgiving completely different understanding when they hear it's just like when you when some people in your family say a certain family member's name they're like oh i love them so much they're so great and then, but you hear their name and you're like yeah i don't know that i want to go to this <laughs> gathering this year i'm gonna I'm stay home i'm a, you know what no no i'm gonna stay here <laughs> i'm gonna stay here. <laughs> <laughs> well and i think bringing up the the history is so important in understanding because taking it from macro to micro like this image of this holiday that was created in order to celebrate Americanism, mm-hmm. right? Because there was uh, generations where native people, indigenous people were villainized. I uh, still are, but this was happened. A, this happened a lot to where, um, as the, the manifest destiny was happening, as uh, America was spreading across the continent and was claiming land, um, they had to villainize these people. Mm-hmm. But then at the end of it, they wanted to create this holiday to it actually started in the Northeast because the Northeast was losing a lot of its power um, and a lot of its importance in um, American like power structure. And so they're like, wait, remember it all started up here with us in the Northeast. And so they created this like history, which there was a real meal where the mm-hmm. Wampanoag people uh, were trying to build an alliance with the English settlers in order to uh, have favor with people who had ammunition and weapons mm-hmm. to fight off other tribes. Right. Mm-hmm. This was a, a diplomatic meal that happened that actually started a um, kind of a confederacy with the Wampanoag people and the, the pilgrims or the, the mm-hmm. settlers for about 50 years until um, the settlers took more and more and more and mm-hmm. more and more. And finally the Wampanoag were like, listen, we didn't sign up for this. Yeah, and then you have, what was it? A king, whoever's war. 
Yes. King Philip's War? I think so. I can't remember. His it name. was like a, it's a very. King Kong's War. Um, no, it wasn't King Kong's War. It was so a, close. it's a very, um, there was a lot of bloodshed in that yeah. war. Um, on the, mostly on the part of the native people. Um, but that's again, not, not really taught. Uh, of course you don't teach it to kindergartners, but yeah. it's something that we kind of overlook when we look at the, the history from the point of that meal. Yeah. And so we've got that, that actual event mm -hmm. that was then, um, politicized know, almost propagandized yeah it was and turned into a like oh no the the native people want us to be here and they want us to have this land mm -hmm. and the, they're here to support us and allow us to live here um and so then we propagate this story through generations and but then we start to shift it once like uh you can't quiet the voices of dissent the voices that are like hey that's not true and we're like, well, actually, it's not really about that first meal. It's more about being thankful for what you have. It's about being thankful for your family, being thankful for your friends. And so we've there's this shift where the origins of this holiday, of what was, are removed. So there's no foundation. And so you have to replace that with something. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, the, the entire holiday falls in on itself. And so you have to replace it. And what do you replace it with? Well, we're just going to replace it with being thankful in general. Mm. Like, that's what it's about, just being yeah. thankful. Um, and so when, you're, when you think about that that image um you have to live in the tension as an adult mm. of like i want to celebrate this day yet there's still a lot of nonsense behind it mm -hmm. right it's kind of like a columbus day like yeah. we still celebrate columbus day yeah as a or we celebrate on that date mm -hmm. but our family we don't celebrate columbus day we celebrate indigenous people's day because i don't know if you knew this listeners viewers uh we have a lot of indigenous history and heritage in our family and so we celebrate that. Um, I forgot where I was going. Well, and I want to go back to like the propagandizing of the, um, of, the, the <laughs> of the meal. Um, one of the things that I actually remember reading was that President Lincoln um, wanted to make this a national holiday. Mm -hmm. And it was around the time, it was during the Civil War. It was like, I think it was maybe towards the end of the Civil War. Mm -hmm. Because there was a need for unity. Mm. And this was something that... Um, Everyone recognized it was, I mean, obviously you had a, a confederacy against the union. union yeah. And so there was a lack of unity among Americans, among people who wanted to be um, part of the same country, but didn't have the same ideologies. And so um, he was like, you know what, like a good politician, come on, I'm going to make something that hopefully everyone can rally around. And he found some things that on a, um, on a human level we could relate to. Let's, let's yeah. be thankful for the land that we live in. And it's crazy how even in, in seeking to find that unity among one group of people, it still distanced another group yeah. um, who had suffered and who continue to suffer because of that kind of um, message. It's like, well, let's, let's talk about the thing that makes us Americans mm -hmm. when really there are people, an entire group of people who are removed from that because yeah. you're not considering them to be American even though they were here first. Yeah. And I just think it's interesting that the, the strategic placement of promoting certain things. And mm. we do that as people. I mean, yeah. it's not just politicians, although they are pretty good at it, <laughs> professionals. Um, but, <laughs> but we do it as people. Yeah. Um, you know what? I, it doesn't matter, you know, if you're mad at her or mad at him, you know, we're just going to just don't sit next to each other. We're just going to all get together at the table. Just and be nice. You know, you bring your ambrosia and she'll bring a different salad. It's not a big deal. Okay. We find ways to be diplomatic. We find mm -hmm. ways to, to make things work. Now, it's not always in a healthy way because in some ways we will end up doing the same thing where we'll, we'll distance ourselves from some people who need to be included mm -hmm. and acknowledged 
in the effort to keep the peace. Yeah. And I think um, instead of making it right. Right. And Paul talks about that a lot in in scripture. He talks about um, how we're not supposed to just overlook things that have been done wrong. We definitely need to call them out. We need to talk about them. Yeah. But we also need to maintain unity in the bond of peace. Yeah. And it's crazy how we'll use things like breaking bread together, which is a very sacred and spiritual thing that we can do but we'll miss the mark on it. And I think yeah. that hanging in that balance of tension with Thanksgiving is like, oh man, this, this could be something so great if we allow it. We kind of have to, we have to move through this tension. We have to move through this nonsense that we've made and, and try to salvage what is good. Yeah, and I think in using that idea, looking at that with the family, right? Um, when you go to your, your whatever family gathering, a lot of people don't even go to their own family gathering because there's so much drama, mm. so much tension. Um, you got to think like, is it, is it redeemable? Mm. Like is, wow. is going back to my family of origin or uh, trying to create a sense of unity where there's been so much trauma or so much drama in the past, is it, is it actually possible to redeem this holiday? Wow. I is mean, it? well, before we answer that, <laughs> yeah. hold on, because I know you're just nah. on the edge of your seat. Like, is it? Tell me yes or no. Uh, we want you to share this with somebody, somebody Please. that you know who um, who relates to this issue of like, yeah, family stuff is hard and Thanksgiving is it's complicated. complicated. Like if you know somebody who is in that boat, send this to them, comment with their name, tag them something so that they can listen to it as well. Mm, good stuff. I like that you placed that right there. That was really good. Thank you. You did well. Um, so the answer is yeah. yes, but also no. And not right now. <laughs> so it's like a good parent. We have that way. Yes, of, y- yes but not now. But and not no, now. for now. So to talk about the, in order to experience redemption, there has to be a reconciliation, right? Mm. So looking at the cross, we, we can't be redeemed um, by the blood of Christ until he reconciled our account, like until mm. the actual salvation event of Calvary happened. Yeah. And so once that happened, then we can be redeemed by his blood. But first okay. the blood had to be spilled. Okay. Right? There had to be a reconciliation. So if you are in any situation with any relationship and you're looking to redeem that situation, um, there has to be reconciliation. Mm. And in order to experience reconciliation, there has to be forgiveness. In order to experience forgiveness, there has to be confession. Wow. So there's now, a lot. Now you're saying in order to experience forgiveness, experience there forgiveness, has to be yes. confession. That doesn't mean that in order for you to make the choice to forgive someone, they mm. have to confess you. Yes, That's a hard correct. one. It's so hard for us to get that because I don't have to forgive you until you say you're sorry doesn't work like that. No. Not, for, not for Christians, at least. It, do, it does not work that way. Um, th- th- there continues to be a debt in that situation. Yeah. And you're, you're swallowing poison expecting the other person there to it get is. sick. Come on. And so to experience forgiveness, in order to experience the freedom of forgiveness and the, the life-altering joy of forgiveness, yeah. there has to be confession. But in order for you to forgive somebody, they ain't yeah. got to say no- You ain't even got to say nothing to them. They don't even have to be alive They don't even still. have to know. That you forgive them in your heart if you do it. But in order for them to experience that forgiveness, that's right. There needs to be confession. That's good. Yeah. And so um, just like the this idea of redeeming a holiday, uh, what had to happen in order for us to truly as Christians to experience Thanksgiving and be like, this is a holiday we should endorse, we have to actually remove the root mm. of of sin from it. Because that's <clears throat> what it is. We have to remove the root of sin and we have to then um contextualize the message Mm. or I guess distill the message out of that 
and then apply that message to a new foundation, which is Christ, right? Wow. Yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot to do. That's a, lot. That's a very technical sounding thing. You must distill it. Reapply mix it. Mix it. Reapply make it. Make a tincture. Cover it. Check it in three days. <laughs> Call me in the morning. Need it. <laughs> and put it in a cold refrigerator. Um, no, but basically what I'm saying is you can't associate the, the distilled message, which is being thankful. Um, you can't associate that with the actual first Thanksgiving, the mm, historic yeah, event, yeah. because it's not there. So we have to then find a new, a new base, a new foundation, mm-hmm. which can only truly be Christ yeah. um, for the believer, right? Yeah. I'm thankful for the blood of Christ. I'm thankful for the blessings, the being able to wake up and experience his grace. <laughs> and you know what? Every day as a Christian should be a mm, day full of Thanksgiving. Come on. So why not have a day where we actually join with other people and purpose ourselves to give thanks and to hold a feast and to bless people? Yeah. But in order to get to that point, you had to do some rearranging in your, yeah. in your um, philosophy. Yeah. You know? Well, and I think like as far as the actual events themselves, mm-hmm. um, the, the meal, the, the very first meal and all of that, that 50 years of continual just exploitation of resources, you can't undo that. Yeah, it can't be undone. As far as redemption, like like undoing things that were done, we can't. Like we can't go back and change the past, right? But we can view it through the lens of what is good and what is not. We can yeah. we can call things wrong and bad. We can, like you said, call sin sin. Mm-hmm. This shouldn't have been done this way. These people should not have been exploited and murdered and continually treated in this way. And they mm-hmm. shouldn't be to this day. And I think when it comes to um reconciling with an entire nation. I mean, the Wampanoag nation of people um, has to bear this, has to carry this with them. This is a day of mourning for them. Yeah. Um, there has to be some public acknowledgement of that. And we don't have any control over when that happens um, other than us doing what we can to use the education and awareness we have to engage with people, um, indigenous peoples in a way that's compassionate about this yeah um but i i I have to stress that we can't undo what was done Mm -hmm. all we can do is take what we know and move forward um with wisdom and with grace um and i i love repurposing things Mm -hmm. like that's one thing god is really good at taking what the enemy meant for evil Mm -hmm. and using it for good using it for his glory and um not to say that we should ever be thankful for bad things that happen to other people but we we are able to acknowledge the things in our own experience and say, this, I mean, this was the enemy. He was after me. He was doing this in my family. He was trying to destroy this. He was trying to tear this relationship apart. But you know what? Through this, and maybe you can't do that today. Maybe that's going to take some time for you to be able to look back and see what God has done yeah, that's um, good. in spite of the enemy's attempts to destroy your family. But I think there's, there's a lot of power and beauty we have in repurposing things and saying, okay, you know what? Maybe we can't use this recipe ever again because everyone hated it last year and it caused a fight and it did. Maybe we can't, but you know what we can Maybe do? we can't put raisins in the mac and cheese. You better not. In <laughs> Jesus' name. You just set off, you just triggered something in me. My bad. I apologize. Um, but here's what we can do as a family to move forward. And so yeah. I think, and I love how you said, like, we, we need to um, put it on that new foundation. Yeah. What's crazy is it's not a new foundation at all. Jesus, you can't put a new foundation. Jesus, you said can't that. put a new foundation except it's for the one Christ. that was already laid. It's Christ or nothing. Okay, salvation. And Come like, on now. we don't just put thankfulness on on a particular season because, like, the reality is, gratitude and thanksgiving were words that were in the Bible before people ever stepped foot on this soil to That's claim right. it as their own. Like, 
Thanksgiving is actually in the letters to the church. Yeah. And it wasn't about a holiday. <laughs> it was yeah. about just having a spirit of Thanksgiving and going to the Lord with Thanksgiving for yeah. his blessings. And so like when well, every, some churches in every Sunday, mm. they participate in Thanksgiving in yep. the Eucharist in yeah. um, communion, right? Yeah. It is the Thanksgiving table that we experience every opportunity where we join together with other believers, giving thanks yeah. for the salvation found only in Christ and the unity in his body. Yeah. So we have to be careful to not syncretize what Jesus already established mm-hmm. with a cultural understanding and a desire to, um, to perpetuate kind of a, an Americana. Mm, yeah. We have to be careful to not be syncretistic in that. Um, but, but also eat the turkey Come on, now. and, and by all means eat the cornbread stuffing. <laughs> I prefer cornbread now. Um, how we do and, it. And feast, like feasting and fasting um, to commemorate certain times of the year and different festivals. That's part of our heritage as believers. Yeah. And it, you can go back. I mean, cultures all around the world have been doing it for generations. And so there's something good and natural for us as people on this planet to do, to rhythmically, like let's feast and let's fast and let's Let's celebrate what God is doing. He's the Lord of the harvest, which Come is on. another thing this time of year that we're celebrating is the harvest that God brings in yeah. and not just a harvest for our table, but the harvest of people he's bringing into his body. Amen. And so um, there's, there's beauty in, in celebrating and, and taking a meal and breaking bread together and um, doing it in the bond of unity, but also remembering that, that our Thanksgiving is unto the Lord. Yeah. And it says in, uh, in Ephesians 3, it says it's uh, from whom every family. Every tribe, some translations say every tribe, every nation derives its name mm-hmm. and so and purpose. And so acknowledge that we're, we're thankful for God for creating us, for bringing us here, for allowing us to have these things. And we're thankful that um, we were not just created to do things, to, to do lots of great things, but to be a people marked by his grace. Mm. And maybe you find yourself this season in a place where you're like, that sounds good. Nick Smith podcast. Uh, that all sounds great but you don't know my situation. You don't know how messed up my family is. I don't have people that I can be thankful for. Even the bad stuff is still bad. Nothing good came Mm. from it. Um, That may be true. That may be true in your situation, but you have to understand that the Lord has put you in a place where there's somebody, you've got somebody, a circle of influence Mm. that um, you can be thankful for. You have people that maybe are looking to you and are thankful for you. And you're supposed to be pouring into them out of, out of your wounds right? Out of your scars, really not your wounds, out of those places that you've experienced hurt and pain and um, alienation, isolation. Maybe God has uh, put people in your life who are experiencing that and you're there so that you can make sure they don't experience it. Uh, But whatever situation or season you're in, we're not saying go back, pretend like uh, toxic people aren't toxic. Mm. We're not saying overlook offenses. We're not saying endure abuse. But what we're saying is God has put you in a place where you can be thankful for his goodness and his grace in some way, shape or form. And there are people that um, you should be thankful for, whether they're complicated situations with your family, friend groups, uh, coworkers, whatever. Um, but just know that if nothing else, we're thankful for you. Amen. That was my smile. I, well, and, <laughs> I liked it. It was good. <laughs> um, we have been um, reading through the, the Bible with our Bible reading room, steeped in script, stay steeped in scripture on the Clubhouse app. And we were reading through more of Paul's letters. Um, we've been, we've made it through the, to the new Testament and just rereading some of the things that Paul went through. And as he experiences, you know, being beaten and left for dead and mm-hmm. in chains and all those things, he always, 
takes it back to Christ. Yeah. And he always brings it back to Christ crucified. And whenever I'm tempted or I have this thought of like, man, this is so hard. I hate this. And why do I have to go through this? And this isn't fair. And da, 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 da. It's always Jesus that comes to mind. Like, yeah, that's, that's rough. That's rough that you're going through that. It's not excruciating though. Come on. Tell you that much. And that's not a, a Jesus juke. That's just a reminder that um, Jesus willingly gave his life for us and in a position, not, not just like he died in a bed somewhere. Like mm-hmm. he just, he just gave up the ghost naturally at the age of 95. Like he chose in, in the midst, like when his ministry was really growing and it, it had just started thriving, he chose to give up his life in an excruciating, humiliating way mm-hmm. that we might be thankful we might see the riches of his grace and glory as he willingly submitted to that will of the father. Yeah. And he said, um, <laughs> he said it like when he, when he looked at the thief on the cross and he's like, you know, you're gonna be with me in paradise today. Mm-hmm. You're gonna, like, we're going to have this. He's willing to even look at those, those dejected and, and the abject and, and the worst of the worst. And to say like, I'm in this for you. Yeah. Um, he says that for you as well. He says that for you in the midst of that trauma, in the midst of the things that you're going to experience um, because of the wrong that people have done to you and your family. He says that in the midst of that so that you can be thankful for him, if nothing else. I love what you said, like, if nothing else, yeah. there's things that Jesus has done for you that you can be thankful for. Yeah, good. Um, so just to encourage you in that as yes. you are experiencing all the craziness, all the complicatedness. I know that you're not alone. Family is messy. Family is a bunch of crazy people that are related by blood and other things Mm -hmm. and we don't have control over it but family is also incredibly powerful and a blessing and that's that's the shoulders yes that's the shoulders that we can stand on um as we're going through this crazy world that's right so if you got anything from this episode please make sure to share to like to subscribe um stay uh, connected hit the little bell so you know exactly when our next episode drops And we hope you all have a happy Thanksgiving and thanks for watching. Yeah, be blessed. Be blessed. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Nick Smith Podcast. We are so glad that you joined us and we hope that you'll consider subscribing so that you can tune in each week. Don't forget to rate and share this podcast. And if you haven't already, follow us on social media. If you want to be a part of our family's mission to entertain, educate, and empower others, please consider becoming one of our Patreon supporters. Exclusive Nick Smith merchandise is available to you through our online store at www.nicksmithpodcast.com.